Hi, you're listening to New Week number 122. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Matic. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down. Or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 25,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from an autumnal London. It's great to be back and here, as promised, is the first post-break instalment of New Week. So what do we have in store? Well, NVIDIA are using an AI agent called Eureka to autonomously train simulated robots in virtual environments. Meanwhile, new research from Pew shows far fewer US adults are following the news. Couple that with emerging deepfake technology and it should make for an interesting presidential year. And a new AI model, 3DGPT, can turn text prompts into amazing 3D worlds. Let's get into it. Robot Education I've written often about NVIDIA's Omniverse platform, an ai fueled industrial metaverse that's being used by BMW, for example, to simulate entire factories. This week, NVIDIA showcased Eureka, an autonomous AI agent that can be set loose on simulated robots and train them to perform complex tasks. Eureka uses GPT-4 to write code that sets the simulated robots specific goals and starts them on loops of trial and error learning. As the robot sets about its task, Eureka will gather feedback and iterate its code and that leads to a virtuous circle of better code and faster learning. Via this agent, simulated robots inside Omniverse have learned to perform over 30 complex physical tasks and that includes highly dexterous pen manipulation, essentially fiddling with pens, handling cubes and opening doors. And you can see a video of all of this in the email. NVIDIA says that trial and error learning code generated by Eureka outperforms that created by human experts for over 80% of the tasks studied so far. Meanwhile, also in the world of robots, Amazon this week trialled a humanoid robot called Digit in some of its US warehouses. The company says Digit could free up warehouse staff to perform other tasks. And again, you can see a video of Digit at work in the email. Here's the new world same humans take. There's no doubt the robots are coming. I laughed when Elon Musk announced the Tesla humanoid robot Optimus alongside a man dancing in a white spandex suit. And if you've been reading New World Same Humans for a while, you'll remember when I covered that. But two years on, Optimus is now autonomously sorting objects by hand. The pace of development has been insane. Eureka and AI agents like it, though, have the potential to spark an explosion in robot competence. Teaching robots to navigate physical environments and to do useful work is really hard, but now we'll be able to establish recursive loops of trial and error and improvement in virtual space with pretty much no human input needed. What could this competence explosion mean? When it comes to work, look to this week's Amazon trial. Amazon employs 1.6 million people in its fulfillment centres around the world, 
and currently it's deploying the usual line. These robots will free up staff to do wonderful things. They won't replace the staff. That's hard to believe long term. A phase of job displacement is coming and it's going to be painful for many. Meanwhile, robots will make their way through workplaces and factories and into our homes. Recently, I spoke to the legendary tech analyst and blogger Robert Scoble. He sees a future in which humanoid robots are delivered to homes on demand by autonomous vehicles to vacuum, empty the dishwasher, make the coffee. For further thoughts on that, read Our Coming Robot Utopia. What news? This week, Pew Research gave a fascinating insight into our changing information environment. A new survey shows that the proportion of US adults who closely follow the news has dropped precipitously across the last few years. Back in 2016, 51% of US adults said they followed the news all or most of the time. By 2022, that number had fallen to 38%. Remarkably, the decline has taken place across all demographic lines, including age, gender, ethnicity and voting preference. Here's my take. This feels like a big deal. We're heading into a US presidential election year and in 2024, a whole new set of circumstances are going to pertain. First, deepfakes are set to cause chaos as never before. Just see this week's convincing fake of Greta Thunberg in which she appears to call for sustainable weaponry. And now, via this research, we know that far fewer US voters are paying close attention to conventional sources of news. What happens to presidential campaigns in this kind of media environment? We're going to find out. Meanwhile, the long-term structural challenges are clear. Decades ago, the pioneers of Web 2.0, and I'm looking at you, Mark Zuckerberg, sold us on the idea that a connected world would mean a world informed and enlightened as never before. It hasn't turned out that way. In fact, social media has turned many away from news as traditionally defined and towards unverified gossip and conspiracy theory. The institutions and processes of our democracies evolved to work in symbiosis with an established media that operates under certain standards and that is the primary source of information for voters. All of that now is falling apart. Our democracies, what they are, how they work, are going to have to change and the 2024 presidential elections will be a window onto what is coming. Hello world. This newsletter has watched the unfolding generative AI text-to-image revolution closely but it's always had one eye on another, even more compelling destination, and that's text to worlds. And now that dream is being realised. Researchers from the Australian National University and Oxford University and elsewhere this week showcased a new AI model called 3D GPT, and it generates 3D worlds based on natural language text prompts provided by the user. According to the research paper, and you can see a link in the email, the model deploys multiple AI agents to understand the text prompt and then execute 3D modelling inside the open source modelling platform Blender. See the paper for more on some of the amazing worlds generated, including, and I quote, a serene winter landscape with snow-covered evergreen trees and a frozen lake reflecting the pale sunlight. 
Here's the new world same humans take. 3D GPT takes its place alongside the prototype text-to-world tool created by Blockade Labs that I wrote about back in April. But where is all this heading? We're still pretty deep in a metaverse winter right now, though there are signs of a thaw and the most obvious one of course is the imminent arrival of the Apple Vision Pro mixed reality headset which could act for millions as a gateway into more sophisticated virtual environments. While the word metaverse is probably damaged beyond repair, I still believe that immersive virtual worlds will play a role in our shared future. What we're talking about with text-to-world models, though, is even more head-spinning. 3D GPT builds 3D models that we look at via a screen but eventually we'll be able to create entire, immersive, highly realistic virtual reality worlds simply by describing them. And in this way, we'll become something akin to sorcerers able to confect new realities on demand. That will transform video gaming and film. It will fuel new art forms and new modes of self-expression. And ultimately, it will change our relationship with reality, that is with this reality, itself. Also this week, a new anti-AI tool allows artists to prevent AI models such as DALI from using their work as training data. Nightshade, which is dubbed a data poisoning tool, can be attached to creative work and if that work is scraped to be used to train an AI model, then Nightshade will corrupt the entire training database. We're going to see a rising number of disputes between owners of creative IP and owners of the AI models who use that work as training material. See, for example, this week Universal Music Group's lawsuit against Anthropic. UMG say Anthropic unlawfully used its song lyrics to help train their AI chatbot Claude. And now, major newspaper operators, including the New York Times, are seeking payment from OpenAI for use of their content in training data. The International Energy Agency says the global shift towards renewable energy is now unstoppable. The agency's latest World Energy Outlook report says renewables, mainly solar and wind, will provide half the world's electricity by 2030. NASA's interstellar Voyager probes had a software update beamed to them across a distance of 12 billion miles. The probes launched 46 years ago on a mission to explore deep space, and these software updates are bug fixes, intended to stop Voyager 1 sending corrupted data back to mission control and to stop gunk building up in the thrusters on both probes. Elon Musk says he may remove X, which in my head is still called Twitter, from the EU in response to new rules that ban the spread of harmful content. The EU's new Digital Services Act is intended to hold social media platforms accountable for fake news, false advertising and on-platform criminal activity. NVIDIA and Foxconn say they are partnering to build a number of AI factories. In fact, there'll be next generation data centers that use NVIDIA's AI chips to train the models that fuel robots and autonomous vehicles and generative AI apps. 
The CEO of DeepMind, Demis Hassabis, says the risks posed by AI should be taken as seriously as those posed by climate change. Hassabis has called for international regulatory oversight of AI and said technologists should take inspiration from the International Panel on Climate Change. A Dutch startup, Spaceborn United, wants to see if it's possible to create human babies in space. The company says that in 2024 it will send a satellite lab into low Earth orbit and their attempt to conduct in vitro fertilization or IVF. The CEO hopes the technology can pave the way for humans to be born in future space colonies. And finally, a British journalist went undercover at Amazon and did not like what he saw. Ubar Butler found that it was possible to list bottles of Amazon delivery driver urine for sale on the platform. And he claims that Amazon is using devious tactics to prevent its workers from unionising. Humans of Earth, here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.069 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.8454. The 2023 progress bar stands at 82% complete. And on this day, the 26th of October 1977, the last human case of smallpox was diagnosed in a hospital cook from Somalia. The World Health Organization and the CDC consider this date to mark the eradication of the disease via the smallpox vaccine. Back again. Thanks for listening this week. The emergence of text-to-world AI models and the future they promise of new realities on demand is dizzying. This newsletter will keep watching and working to make sense of it all. Now you've reached the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone else who'd also enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the new world saying humans community becomes, the better for all of us. It's great to be back in your inbox. Thanks for having me. I'll be back, of course, next week. Until then, be well.